0: And welcome to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer, a series featuring conversations with experts to share recent market developments, key insights, and strategic inputs from around the globe.
1: Good morning, everyone. My name is Magdalene Thieu, and I'm the Head of Fixed Income Research for Asia at Bank Julius Baer. A warm welcome back to our weekly podcast and hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. I also hope that you managed to check out your shopping carts over the Black Friday sales. The topic that I have today is inflation obsession that we have been facing since the pandemic reopening. This is actually waning. In fact, as we speak, this inflation is taking hold in the West from the Eurozone to UK and now the US. So US dollar is weakening and now the narrative has changed to further bets the Federal Reserve is almost done with this hiking cycle, the question is whether the policy cuts will follow suit and if so, when. For the US, wage pressure is easing at the same time as pandemic-era savings, in part contributed by checks from the US government, are depleting. See so the October CPI numbers, I'm sure you know, led to a significant repricing of the rate hike expectations. So we have a few supportive elements That should support disinflation. First, energy prices should continue to come down, contributing to further normalisation of headline inflation. In fact, this will be more pronounced in the coming months given the recent move in oil prices. Our in-house research forecasts mostly downward pressure due to like stagnant demand for oil and strong exports. The second element is the shelter component. In the US, this is also the most stubborn component for CPI. The shelter component contributes over 30% to the US CPI. Shelter inflation for October shows a softer 6.7% compared to 8.2% in March, while the latest reading from Zillow Observed Rent Index show an even lower number of 3.2%. In fact, the US house prices, a leading indicator for shelter, have been on a downtrend Since 2022, we should see lower shelter costs showing up in the CPF numbers in the 2024 soon due to time lag of around 12 months. The last element is the US retail sales. And again, we should also see retail numbers softening this holiday season as Americans tighten their belts. US used car prices also see further downside from here to pre-pandemic levels as supply chain issues are largely resolved. Traders are now pricing in rate cuts as the US breakeven inflation rates remain anchored below 2.5%. So we have established that the US interest rate will come down. The question is, how soon will the Fed cut? If one looks at the minutes of the latest FOMC minutes, the key change is there has been a shift of focus. Previous minutes were spent exclusively focusing on inflation targeting. The FOMC is now worried about both higher than expected inflation and lower than expected growth, i.e. financial stability is a real focus for them and it's important for them to achieve a soft landing. What are they worried about? They are worried that high funding rates will lead to a rise in corporate defaults and that will cause US economy to move into a deflation crisis. Yet Mr. Powell, the Fed Chair, is unlikely to act on forecasts anymore. It is quite clear that he wants to see a few quarters of hard data that inflation is indeed coming off. The market is now pricing in about 75 basis point to 100 basis point of rate cuts in May 2024. Our economists see the first cut of 50 basis point in September next year because of still decent economic growth leading to soft landing in the U.S. And yes, the tone of the Fed talk is shifting. The pause is clear and we are turning the corner. So we believe now is a good time for investors to deploy their money pumped into fixed deposits and unlock value through a flexible approach to build portfolio with a strong return. We recommend investors lock in bond use for quality high-grade corporate bonds off above 5.5% in yield with the prospect of capital returns when the cuts eventually arrive. We still prefer duration over high yield due to the high default rates and a soft lending assumption we have for next year. Lastly, with the US rates coming off and the US dollar weakening from here, Asian high-grade and emerging markets should stand to benefit from the shift where the credit spread for Asian high-grade remains tight Their fundamentals are resilient, and I see that they do benefit from strong technicals owing to net redemption trend in Asia, as many issuers have returned to the local market where they can get cheaper funding. With this, I end my podcast recording and wish you a nice week ahead.
0: You have been listening to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you've heard, please tell us by leaving a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Subscribe to Beyond Markets on your favorite podcast player to stay up to date with our latest episodes. To learn more about Julius Baer, our people, our latest thinking, visit us at www.juliusbaer.com. We will be back with a brand new episode soon. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliusbear.com slash legal podcasts for further important legal information.